Hey, what's going on? Can y'all hear me? Thumbs up if you can hear me. Power sign if you can hear me. What's going on? What's going on? Hello. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Good afternoon. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? We got our special guests ready to come in, so what's up? Wanna say hey to everybody before everybody come in. What's good? What's good? What's going on? How y'all doing today? Um Happy Sunday. It's raining. It's gray outside, you know. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Yep. Too sweet. Get our person ready. I keep getting spider webs in my mouth. There he is. How you doing, sir? I'm chilling. What's good with you? See, I, we fam already. You rocking the Bullet Club. You got the two sweet going. See, like, already, we in good place. He already. We already sent off to to a good interview. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, how you been? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? Oh, I'm pretty good, man. I can't complain. Good that's to happen- hear. That's happened to be above ground. <laughs> As the old folks say, I'm still in the land of the living. Hey, <laughs> boy, you go, you go to the rock, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a time or two. <laughs> oh man, so you ready to get this interview started? Let's do it. We're here to talk about the stuff we love. So let's all get right. it in. Baby boys, baby girls, what's good? It's your boy SKIP.88 here at Blurred Over. As you can see, like my guest said, you know, we rocking with the Buddha Club today. Too sweet. So we are here to talk about everything that we love, you know, of anime, manga, DC, Marvel, you know, coming from the black aspect. So we're going to let our guest introduce himself and let him tell us who he is. And I'm, I'm telling you, he's a very, very important person in the hometown of Birmingham, Alabama. So, sir. <laughs> take take it away. <laughs> well, glad to be here. Shout out to my man. I'm Edward Bowser. I serve as the senior storyteller for the city of Birmingham and Mayor Whitfin's office. So that's a fancy way of saying I'm the dude behind the words, whether it's social media, speeches, things like that. Your boy is the one who kind of crafts a lot of the messages that comes out of the city of Birmingham. But that's just what I do for the day job. For the side gig, I'm also the founder of soulandstereo.com. So if you're into R&B, if you're into hip-hop, our site focuses on album reviews. We got a podcast, a Soul Back podcast. We talk about classic stuff from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and talk about some of the current stuff, too. So music. And then, of course, we also, we're here to talk about some of my loves from Going all the way back from childhood, whether it's anime, whether it's DC, Marvel, just all that blurred culture stuff has made me who I am and has actually even helped me in my various careers and roles. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. So I'm just here, to, happy to share the story with my boy. I told y'all he's important, so we're going to have to conduct ourselves in a very respectful <laughs> way. Don't get me in trouble with the mayor, please. <laughs> 
I, I can't get in trouble with the mail either. I work for the city. So I was like, yeah, we're going to have to be clean on this one. Yeah, keep it clean. <laughs> so let me start off with the first question. What makes you a blurred? Man, it's funny. I, I was sitting back chilling before. I can, I can tell you what makes me a blur because an hour before this, I've been trying to catch up with Lovecraft. So I just watched the Hippolyta <laughs> episode. Like, this is who we are. Growing up, um, I was always, my mom tells me all the time, like, I was into superheroes. I'm an old head, y'all. So I came up on Transformers, He-Man, Thundercats, all of those. My mom said whenever I had to go somewhere, I always had, like, a little action figure with me like I it was like my security blanket <laughs> always had that and there's some old pictures it's just me like holding Skeletor at church so it's crazy but <laughs> I have always had this love for storytelling it's part of my who I am and the job that I have but to me some of the best stories ever told were through these mediums comics and things like that or stories that have kind of permeated that and that stuck with me Going from those early 80s shows and up to, like, Batman and X-Men in the 90s. Then, like, I got into wrestling, as we talked about a little bit earlier. Good storytelling there sometimes. And then later on, I was in the anime, probably about the mid-90s, going into the late 90s. Before we had YouTube and you had to get the tapes and you had to hope the dubs <laughs> were straight. It's just been part of who I am. And as a storyteller, I am just always encaptured, just like enraptured when there's a great story to be told. And these mediums, I challenge anybody to find better stories than what we're seeing here. Facts. Facts. These are real facts you just spitting. So, since you know, you know, you told us what makes you a blur. So let me ask you this question. What, right. do, you, what do you think of the term and word blurred? I like it. I've seen, you know, I mean, you've seen what I've seen. I've seen some pushback in some ways about the term, about, you know, I don't need a term to classify who I am. I get that. That's cool. But for me, and I know it might be a little different for some of y'all, especially some of the younger people who are on this. Like, growing up, I didn't have, have an opportunity to have that community. Like, me and my boys, my little brother, like, we were essentially blurs without the names. Mm -hmm. But I went to a school, I, I can clearly remember middle school. Like, my school was majority black. That's not really something you talked about. Like, at lunch, we might talk about watching X-Men, but it wasn't, nobody was walking around wearing Marvel t-shirts. The only people who did that were, like, they were, like, a handful of, like, white students. They were in the comics. They were cool. I loved them. <laughs> like, they were more prominent with the stuff that they love, whereas we felt like we had to be harder. We couldn't talk about that stuff. We had to hide who we were. They were cool. They just did whatever. And they got a little bit of ridicule for it. But I love that we're at this place where we can celebrate who we are, not only our love for this type of medium, but also our love of blackness. And if we get a turn for that, cool, because that helps us set, put like a face and name to what we are. So I'm down with it. Okay. I like that. Also, because I ask that question on every interview because to hear people you know, different aspects of the word because, like you said, some of, like, we like the term. It's like, it's not, you know, it's a word for us that, like you said, it's finally something there for us that we could be ourselves and we yep. can come to a safe haven and talk to other people who look like us, talk about the same thing that we love. And then also, you got people who doesn't like the term because it feels as though that we're putting ourselves in a box inside a certain society that's for us and it's not letting us branch out to any other categories because we just in this particular turn and we are known as blurbs. And I get that. I don't necessarily agree because that might be a label. Of course, I'm, we're bigger mm. than that. Like, we right. not like what I like. 
you like what you like, but I like knowing that if there's a community, there's somewhere I can go and I don't just have to like pretend I ain't down with it except when I'm in closed doors with my boys and we talking about Mario Kart or whatever. But I mean, I don't care. Let's keep it real. Let's be who we are outwardly. So I like the term. Right. And then here's some, and this something I want to talk about. Us, you know, us being a black community, why do we always do this? Like, if we don't understand something and we don't get it, we always make it seem like it's bad or it's weird, it's different, and you're not acting black, you're acting white. I know you, you, you get that a lot. I get it all the time. And again, <laughs> I feel like it's something that we're, we're better about. Because again, let me go back to my middle school, because comics and stuff, I remember this one situation so clear. Um, like a friend of mine was talking about um, the X-Men cartoon. We were talking about Wolverine and Sabretooth. You know how they had that beef back beef, then. Right. And I was talking about it, but everybody at the table had to pretend, man, I ain't never watched that show before. But my <laughs> white friends, shout out to Steve, shout out to Rick, because I remember them. They were like, oh, man, you know, that's who we... You know, I love that. Like, we, and I could talk to them about it, even though I'm sitting across the table from somebody I know watched the cartoons out at your house. Mm-hmm. But doing, we were at school and we had to pretend that we weren't. A lot of this is deep rooted because a lot when we talk about blackness and we have to put a perception of who we are, who we're not, because we've been constantly judged for generations. A lot of it is deep rooted in that. So I feel like that's why we have to push back define blackness, define a black person as this, 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 and this, so we can keep that going. But we're bigger than that. So I'm not mad that I was watching X-Men with my two boys over here, my two white dudes, (laughs) but we were watching it too, and it's good to embrace it. It doesn't make you less black. It makes you blacker to realize that this is something that you do. Yeah, I'm going to put my own spin on it. We're going to put our own soul on it. We're going to make it ours. And then what people don't understand, X-Men is kind of telling our story because if you see you got Magneto and Professor X. Magneto is a representation of Malcolm X mm-hmm. and Professor X is the representation of Martin Luther King. And of course you got the villains everything representing is representing what's going on, you know, in the outside world to the African American community and the African Americans are the X Men because they are mutants and they are treated different because they are not like everybody else. Exactly, and you had the hate groups, the friends of right. humanity and all them. They ain't nothing but a clan. They ain't nothing but the Proud Boys. But the thing <laughs> is, like, these are our stories. We need to embrace them because they are taking our experiences to tell these stories. So, yeah, this is something that we should be celebrating. Why run from it? Exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. And my next question brings to this. How do you feel about the representation of African Americans in the nerd community? This is something I feel like we're getting a little bit better on. And I don't want to keep harping on my stories from back in the day. I mean, no, go go ahead. (laughs) But, like, I just talked about how growing up, we didn't really have a space. We had it. I had lots of friends that appreciated all the stuff we're talking about now, but we weren't outward with it. But I just talked about how I just watched Lovecraft. And we see how prominent that is. These are very, very blurred situations that are put in high profile situations on TV for everyone to enjoy. So I feel like we're moving with the aspect of Black Panther that's done a great job of doing that. We feel more comfortable to in, to just like embrace who we are and embrace that nerdy side because we're mainstream now. So mm-hmm. I like that we're that and I really shout out these properties for helping us 
better to not only see that superheroes of color are not we more than just the sidekicks, dog. We just more than like <laughs> the little the the who was my man from GI Joe that like talked in rhyme roadblock. Like we're more roadblock, than yeah. just like we're more than that. Like we can be <laughs> leading men and women. And these are showing that. And I feel like that that's why the community right now is stronger than it's ever been. I've ever seen in my lifetime because of properties like this showing us in a diverse light. That's what we want anyway. We want to be able to show that blackness is more than a stereotype. There's different exactly. types. Blackness ain't a monolith, y'all. There is no checklist for blackness. So <laughs> this is an opportunity to see that we can be the main character. We can be the villain. We don't have to just be the street smart dude with the it's like saying no to drugs and riding a skateboard. Like, we ain't got to be all that. We can be everything. And this is what we're seeing now. Exactly. And because I want to ask, because, you know, when Black Panther came, I'm glad you mentioned it, uh, when Black Panther came out, do you think there was an increase of African Americans in the nerd community after Black Panther came out? Do you think you saw more? Or was it that the people that were kind of, you know, ashamed to be nerds when they first saw Black Panther and heard about it come out, that's when, like, you know what? Now's the time to come out to let people know that what I like, that I'm a blur, that I'm a nerd, I like this. I think there's two things to that. I think, number one, yes, a lot of people that was hiding, they were like like Ninja Turtles hiding in the sewers and wearing their little disguises and whatnot. This is our opportunity to be like, yes, we can be free. We can talk about it. So we, I can talk about all the stuff Black Panther before the movie was already my favorite superhero. And I would talk about he'd be like, who is that? We get the old um the Marvel, what was it called? Marvel Ultimate Alliance on PS. Like I, that would be the character I would get. And people like, who is who is this dude? You got a little catwoman dude. Like he's a, a male catwoman. <laughs> but this is our opportunity to kind of come out. Likewise, though, you also have this whole young generation who had never really seen black representation on that level and i do a lot of mentoring in the community i forgot to bring that up when i did my intro and so many young people i remember we took like 30 kids to see black panther when it came i'd already seen it like two or three times at this point but oh, wow. like we took them to see it and like they embrace not only black panther but african culture in general because that's something that in the black community, we used to turn our nose up at. You know, y'all used to call people African booty scratchers. I remember them days. <laughs> so this you went back with it. I had to because this was what <laughs> went down. So this was an opportunity to be like, yo, we are more than that. We're kings and queens, and we're smart, and we're technologically advanced. So we got two sides. We got those of us who were down and was afraid to share it, to share it, and now we're like embracing it and being like, we big. We're happy to just be out. Then we got this new younger generation that's coming up, and it's like, this is cool. I want to be part of this. So we're seeing both sides. Okay, that's awesome. And like you said, we see the new generation that want to be a part of this. You know, we got this thing in this world what we call gatekeepers. Yep. And those would be the people like, oh, you just in it for the fame. You're not, you're not really a geek. You're not really a weeb. You're not really a nerd. You're just doing this because you seeing these females, you know, dressing half naked. You're just trying <laughs> to do all this. That's what you're trying. You're trying to get the girl. That's what you're doing. So what do you think about gatekeeping or gatekeepers? See, when I think about gatekeepers, I honestly, I'll be honest. Like, I, I have two sides to this because this comes into my music thing. Because, again, I'm, I'm big into the music community. 
And I feel like a lot of the music they were saying that's problematic to me is because there's a lack of gatekeeper. Y'all letting anybody in the room make some terrible music and there's nobody with the quality control. So like that's the type of gatekeeping right there. But for what we're talking about here, I feel like that's a different type of gatekeeping. And to me, if you're excluding someone from something that you love, you're doing it wrong. Because some before you got in, some, there had to be an entry point for you. We all had mm-hmm. entry points. And to, to me, mm-hmm. I was saying my entry point was probably like those cartoons He-Man and them back in the day. That was my entry point. We all had our entry points. It's not fair for you to block someone's entry point because you don't like how it... Now, when they come in the house and they acting up, then you can check them. I mean, it's no different if, like, you have Thanksgiving. We got Thanksgiving coming up. Somebody coming in, invite a friend over, their friend being loud, smashing up your stuff, smoking in your house, burning up your carpet. You check them. But that person should be allowed in your house until they mess up. So let them in, and then hopefully they can be able to experience what they can experience the same way. We should not be excluding people, but we should also not be... You know, there's some wild stuff in the blur community that does need to be dialed back. But let everyone in before you start regulating. I agree. I agree. I I, I do agree on that. Because like I always say on the interviews, like if, you know, we want to have more of us in this community, you know, if we don't, if certain people don't know what this Spider-Man defeat Doc Ock with in episode and comic number 34, you know, like, I, I don't know. Well, you're not a true nerd. Well, how about this? Instead of you saying I'm not a true nerd, how about you just come to me and, and tell me and teach me what the Right. And, you know, that's, that's educate me. That's what we do. That's educate. If somebody, if you're a big fandom of, like, Captain America, Spider-Man, Wolverine, if you're not as well, why won't you just help somebody, you know, pass on that knowledge to somebody else just in case they get into a, you know, not an argument, but a debate over favorite superheroes or, you know, comic issues so they can know how to hold themselves without without you being there. And they know what they're talking about somewhat. And then they just carry on the conversation without arguing or having, you know, or getting mad or upset at anybody. Exactly. See, put it like this. Like, let's say, like, I love Spawn. I feel like it's about time for us to put Spawn back on because we don't show Spawn enough love. Show my man um, Al some love. But my point is, if someone comes in and is like, I don't know what Spawn is, I'm not going to say you're not a true fan because you don't know what Spawn is because he hasn't had the profile that some of the other things have come on about. Now, if you're mm-hmm. coming in talking about, well, I don't like Spawn because of this and that, and it's clear you don't understand the concept of the story, then I will check you and be like, well, that ain't what happened. Let me get you straight. So this is an opportunity for us to learn from each other. Don't block people. Don't block their blessings. Let them come in. Then we can get them straight after the fact. Okay. Speaking of Spawn, I have somebody ask. Somebody asked a question. Do you think somebody said, uh, "Do you think the creator of Spawn is going to finish the um, finish the movie?" I think. Let me find that question. Here you go. Is Todd McFarlane McFarlane McFl- were ever going to finish the Spawn movie? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Man, I love I don't know if y'all remember. Do y'all remember the HBO Spawn show from like, Michael J. White? It was, it was like, yes. It was like, no, no, yeah. not, the, not that movie. I'm talking about oh. the HBO cartoon. It was like, I remember the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Boy, that, you talking about something that was mind blowing. It might be, well, I don't even think it's tame today because they had like child molesters on that joint. But re- like, yeah. Ooh, boy, it was dark. That, <laughs> it was 
dark. It was another level. Man, that thing was deep. I would love Ooh. to see. I was not the biggest fan of the original Spawn movie, but I would like to see that cartoon translated today with today's technology. I would love to see it. So you didn't you didn't like you didn't like the movie with Michael J. White in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I I tried rewatching it a couple years ago because I watched it back in the day and I didn't like it. But I okay. tried watching it a couple years ago. I was like, okay, maybe I'll get down with it. Mm. It's still like I can't rock with it that hard. Let me let, let me ask what what about it that you didn't you wasn't rocking with it hard? Why, what made you say like uh? I, I like can't do it. <laughs> I like the clown. The clown was great. Michael Jai like I love him. So like he was cool. The, I just didn't care about the story, and I don't think that like the CGI held up. The CGI was looking mad weird. It was on PS2 cutscenes, looking like. Well, you, you got to understand though, it was in the nineties, so of course, course yeah. you know, it wasn't going to be the best, but it's like, ah, uh, it 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 did it did enough. It did enough. So I was like, okay, <laughs> like my man Joe just said, it was watery. Yes, like it, <laughs> it like it could have been dope, but it was just something that was not meshing with me so that's why i was like man if they could translate that cartoon i don't even know what rating you could uh, m rating ain't deep enough like that thing was so <laughs> hardcore we can get that i would love to see that on that level though okay okay but yeah shout out to the cgi i mean they they, they trying y'all they but... tried it was like 98 <laughs> give, give them a break yeah because back in the 90s it was kind of like like the gandhi kind of animation so i was like uh but now look at us now. It's, it's, it's get, it's, it has gotten better. <laughs> we got new technology, so I was like, ugh. But I can understand because I was watching that as a kid, or me, of course, I was like, like, okay, I like it, but something don't feel right. It's like it just looks so. It looked off for some. Yes, like, it looks it, off. It's off. off. Like the way his stuff came out, his suit. I was like, that don't quite fit. But you know what? It's a movie. I like it. And then also, I mean, I like to ask. I like the actor in it, um, Michael J. White, but I, yep. I, I think that wasn't that role wasn't meant for him. In my eye, I think they could have picked somebody else, or he could have did something else inside the movie. But I think Spawn wasn't it for him. He's a good actor, but that wasn't his. That wasn't his fit. No, it wasn't. But at the time, I get it because he was always if you needed a black martial artist, like that's who you went to. So I won't mm -hmm. mad at him for that. I, I like him a lot. He's cool, but. I don't know. That's one of the properties I feel like now that we have kind of mastered the superhero genre in cinema, I would love to see somebody remake it, because I think it'd be extra dope. Right. But I think what the call it was supposed to play the new Spawn. I think Jamie Foxx was in was supposed to be the lead role. I don't know what happened with it, but I, I heard that somewhere. Like, Jamie Foxx was supposed to be the Spawn this time, if they remake it. Well, I, as long as he's better than Electro, like I don't want no Electro from Spider Man. We step up from I, that, I'm happy. Hey, but have you heard that he's coming back as Electro in the new Spider Man movie? Yes, I heard that, and a lot of people in their feelings. A lot of people were <laughs> mad, but I'm like, look, y'all, look at what we overall saying. We got Doctor Strange, we got all these old characters. I feel like this is going to be a multiverse type thing, sort of like how DC just did with um. Um, what was the joint? The crisis joint. I feel like it's gonna be like that. We're gonna see a lot of crossovers. I think it's gonna be cool. I don't want him acting like Electric Urkel for the whole movie. But if it's just a cameo, <laughs> I'm alright with it. 
Okay. I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Um, my next question I'm going to ask you, how did you get into cosplaying? Man, this is a this is a crazy story and not the story you would expect. So <laughs> this is really just something that's happened in the past 10 years. So like Halloween and stuff, when I was a kid, I used to do that, but whatever. But I kind of got out of that, you know, by the time I was in, I don't know, middle school or something. But when I moved to Birmingham 2009, I started working at this church. And at churches, you know, you don't have Halloween. You got Hallelujah Night. Hallelujah Night. See, y'all, I can put y'all on the Hallelujah Night. So what Hallelujah Night is, it's the Halloween alternative. You go there, you get candy, you dress up, and, and whatever. So you do everything. You can't dress as no demons. Like, don't be no spawn costume. But mm -mm, mm -mm. other than that, you good. So this is my first time doing it at this church. I wanted to go all out. I really never dressed up. Well, let me say this. Hallelujah night, you had to come dressed as Moses, Joseph, <laughs> yes. King Solomon, Goliath. You had to dress up as Bible characters for Hallelujah night. I'm, I'm going to just put that in there. So th that was our cosplay. So you had to dress up as a character in the Bible. Well, yeah, at ours now, you could dress <laughs> up like that. It depends because like my original church back home, it had to be a Bible character. At this church, you could dress up. You just couldn't be like a demon or a witch or anything like that. <laughs> we had to send this poor girl home because she was a witch. I felt so bad. I think she just took her hat off and her fangs. <laughs> but anyway, so like I was like, I wanted to make a good impression. I was new at this church. I was still getting to know everybody. So I decided, I don't know why it came to me. I was like, I'm going to dress up as Michael Jackson. And I like went all out. I had the leather, the, um, the thriller leather with the zippers. I had the super tight pants. I had the wig, I had the hat, I had the glove. People were wilding out. Everybody was hyped. So the Hallelujah night was like a week before Halloween. So the next week, my job had a, hollow, uh, a costume contest. So I was hey, like, I was going to wear, yeah. Well, hold on, we got some real woman to cosplay ass. Is that a Southern thing? <laughs> you know, it might be. I don't know. I don't know if it's a Southern thing. I haven't heard it's anybody. A, it's a black with... church thing. I know that. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody else sell for, sell for churches in the South to do that. But I was like, is it anywhere else? But I was I like, I, I mean, every question. church I've been to is black and in the South, so exactly. it might be. <laughs> but it is definitely a black church thing, for real. I know okay. white churches, they be having like Harvest Fest or something like that. They don't do right. We have Hallelujah Night. <laughs> so anyway... Um, <laughs> So back to the story, I got on my, my um, MJ and my job decides to have a costume contest. So I'm like, okay. I'm just going right, to rock the, I'm going to rock this there. And, he, and they went off. They went crazy because I, you know, I'm always dressed up, got my tie on, whatever, all professional. Here I come up in here in the MJ Thriller outfit. They going crazy. I went to Halloween contest. It was for the next 12 months. Everybody was like, we can't see what you're going to do next year we this hype about it and that's when i really started getting into the cosplay because so i was like okay this is a big deal i'm a really competitive brother so i knew that i had to come harder the next year so when the year came up i started like studying researching figuring out what i could get figure out what i could do what cool things i could do and every year like the bar kept getting raised kept getting raised so okay. it started with that one michael jackson costume at the hallelujah night that Apparently, don't nobody remember, but a Southern folks. <laughs> well, she asked that question. I, see, now, when I was growing up, I thought everybody in the United States was, like, doing Hallelujah Night. I was like, I okay. I did, too. I thought <laughs> but, it was a thing. 
I thought I thought it was too, but since she came back, it's like, oh dang, don't nobody else do this but us in the south. I'm like, wow, we so we like really behind then. I thought everybody do it like you said. Everybody do harp like harvest night and everything like that, but I really thought everybody did Hallelujah Hallelujah night. I y'all putting me on to something. I thought everybody, I thought every church had it right. for their kids. Right, exactly. And man, that used to be like the most heartbreaking time when Halloween come. Your buddy used to ask, "Hey, bro, you come chicken treat?" No, <laughs> no, why? <laughs> I gotta go to Hallelujah. And then you don't say it. You say it fast. I gotta go to Hallelujah night. You gotta what? Now you going where? Yeah, I'm going to church on Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> man, forget all that. Nah, I can't do it. I'm in the south. I have a black mama. Mm-mm. I'm that. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> man, y'all don't even know. Yes, the Hallelujah night struggle is real. I had to show one of his cosplay, y'all. Did oh, my cosplay. oh my god! Oh my god! Because when you sent me the entry, that's like, dude, is this? Did he just do Ursha? I was yes. like, oh wow. <laughs> yes, I did a, a couple years ago, and again, like every year, I always do something for Halloween. The bar keeps getting raised. I'm like running out of ideas, and like I said, I'm a music dude connected with my site. I'm like, I'm gonna do some of my favorite album covers, and this one was so easy to make. The only thing I bought was like the goggles. <laughs> Everything else was stuff I had, so we hooked that up. So that was one of my favorites. Hold up, y'all. I got some more. Wait. I got to check this one out. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I forgot I sent these. Can, can, can I show them the other one? You can show all of them. I know which one you're going to next. Uh, I can't see it, but he's Rick James. Oh, uh, yes. I have to post it on my page. I'll post it on my story after this. But, yes, the, the Rick James, I was sitting with no shirt on. Out there, oh, there's show enough. Yeah, we have fun with it. Every year I try to do something for Halloween. In fact, I'm doing my photo shoot for this Halloween tomorrow. So Awesome. Yep, y'all stay tuned to the page for that. I can't spoil it. If if you're a blur, you will definitely appreciate it because this it's a character I have not seen. So but it's something somebody all y'all know. All y'all know. And this is this is my favorite one because y'all know I love this next character. I love this character to death. This is this is my favorite. This uh, now that's a test. Now that's class right there. <laughs> and what people don't know, Riddler is the best supervillain in Batman. He's well dressed. He's educated. He don't have any power. He's like the opposite of Batman. Yes, I love him. I, <laughs> I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with him in this Batman movie. This Robert Pattinson joint. If they keep stop pushing I, it back, it'll be twenty twenty nine before we see it. But yeah, I'm very excited because I love him as a character. He has not gotten enough love on screen. He, he has a rhythm, and I don't know why people sleep on him so much. It's like, dude, the Riddler is a very real, well-put-together character. And like you said, he don't get enough. Why do you think the Riddler never don't get enough love Well, in the, like in the Batman movies? Well, a couple reasons. Number one, I've heard that it's hard to write for him. Like, I, like I love the um, Batman animated series. I was huge into that. He only mm-hmm. showed up a couple times, like maybe three or four episodes, because they were like, we just can't think of 10 riddles and it's too hard. So he's a character that's hard to write for. Plus, he don't get a lot of mainstream love because we've only seen him as like the old, old school Batman where he's acting like, you know, he's acting almost like the Joker. And then Jim Carrey's Batman where, again, he's kind of acting like the Joker. So we don't really see the cerebral Riddler mm-hmm. that much. Yeah, yeah, but when Jim Carrey did, I was like, okay, this is cool, but 
now as you say that's like that he did have that little joker mentality yeah because he 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 peaked the in my correct me if i'm wrong but i think the real he was supposed to be on the same vibe as dr strange a little bit something like and like that, that kind of mannerism very like intelligent and very much like yeah he's very like he's crazy but he's not mm-hmm. so goofy. But he was played goofy originally and by Frank Gorshin in the 60s. So, like, that's what everybody did. And I ain't mad. Like, I like the Jim Carrey version. I know a lot of people don't. I like it. But because that's the only thing people have seen in the movies, people don't realize the real comic Riddler ain't really like that. If you want to see really the not. best one, go watch the animated series where he got on. He got on the suit like I got. That's how I base mine on that one because that's the Riddler that I like the best. Exactly. I like that. And speaking of, you know, DC, let me ask this question. Who are your top five mm-hmm. heroes in the DC universe? Oh, man. Off top of the dome, this is going to be tough. All right. My top five. I love, I like, I know y'all going to say it because the movie came out, but it's not. <laughs> I am a, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of course, well, I'll get, I'll get Batman out of the way. I'm going to do one better. I'm going to go with Terry McGinnis for my, my dudes that really know. I love Batman Beyond. I love mm. Batman, but I love Batman Beyond. Um, I like Wonder Woman a lot. I think she's been very underutilized until recently. I think she's dope. So I'm glad she's starting to get some, some shine recently. I love... Um, I'm a big fan of um, the Young Justice cartoon. I feel like that is one of the best written okay. superhero shows of all time. Because of that, I love Aqualad. I think he's great. I wish he Back. would get kind of some some love and some stuff, too. I might have to do him one year now I think about it. So <laughs> I have to put that in the bank make me make a little uh, little joint for that. And I also like, I'm going to go kind of more obscure, I like Blue Beetle. I like Booster Gold. I think both of them are really cool, interesting. And could some like they could be a character you could see now, coming up real soon. Now, Booster Gold, I like he's very new to me. Can you explain about Booster Gold? Because I was like, who is this dude? Booster Gold, and um, I'm gonna kind of go off of now. You know, they always changing the continuity. So I don't know if they didn't mm-hmm. change it up from when I remember, but I remember him. He's actually kind of a superhero that came from the future, and because he came from the future. He's got all this future tech, future knowledge. So it seems like he's dope, but he's really not. He's just like a regular dude from the future who so came to like, the past. Okay. And he's got all his stuff. So he's kind of a, I don't want to say a loser, but he's a little bit of a fraud. But he learns to be a good person because he just came back. It would be like, what was it? Um, Back to the Future. Like when dude came back. And he was like, he got the almanac and like he rich and all this stuff. So he got all this knowledge from the future and came back and was fronting. But in real, in real life, he's just a regular dude and kind of a self-centered dude that was off of fame. But he learns to be a hero because he comes back and gets his life together. So technically, he's like, he's like Kane the Conqueror. Sort of, except not as evil and oh, yeah, more but- goofy and more self-centered. Okay, okay, cause I say, cause at the end of the day, he he just like Tony Stark. He just got equipment. That's really it. Yeah, he's like that. But again, Tony is actually like smart and brilliant. Booster Gold just like, like I can't even think of a good comparison. Think of somebody <laughs> from like 
loving hip hop. So he, gonna, oh. he come from that, and he gonna go to like nineteen eighty. <laughs> we gonna, all right, little scrapping. We gonna take little scrapping and put oh, him wow. in nineteen eighty, and he gonna start rapping. Everybody think he's like the greatest musician to ever live. Now we know that scrapping got a couple joints, but we not gonna put him up there. But he's coming back doing a bunch of stuff to a for a generation that don't know it. So we mm -hmm. hyping him up. He's a really, really interesting character. I'd love to see him get his own series. Okay. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, we had stopped. Was that your top five or we stopped at number four? We stopped at number four. Okay. Uh, for number five, who I want to do. See, I'm a villain guy. I could go all day with villains. See, but... that's going to be the next question. Who are your oh, top five villains? Hold on to that because we can go top 30 for them. Um, <laughs> he said I 30, wanna... not five. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, and I'm not gonna say that um, um that he doesn't get enough love, but because he does get some love. But I love John Stewart Green Lantern, especially mm. from Justice League cartoons, because he's just OG. I just love mm -hmm. like that character just come through and it's just like, man, y'all get together around. Like, I love when somebody comes in and put some authority up in a joint. So I loved him. I thought he was very underrated. I liked his relationship with um Hawk Girl too. Okay. And well, before he dated Hot Girl, he was dating, uh, was he dating Vixen? Yep, Vixen. That's another character I need y'all to stop sleeping on. A supermodel who got all these powers of, like, African beasts. Why y'all ain't gave her no series yet? She you know what? I, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked about that. I thought, like, hey, since they going to the, you know, POC, you know, POCs of, you know, the DC world, I thought she'd have her own series automatically. I, like, I did, too. I did, too. I Hasn't happened yet. Y'all need to get on it, DC. What you waiting for? They, you know, they tripping hard. So, the next question: Top five villains. Well, we, we'll go with five because I know you go to thirty. But let's let's do five. <laughs> so are we gonna do <laughs> DC or are we gonna do Marvel? We're gonna do all over. Oh, we we gonna we gonna get to the Marvel, but we're gonna do uh, DC right now. Okay, you know, DC is kind of not. Marvel's over DC all day, every day. But we're gonna go with DC. All right, we're going to... I go back and forth on the Marvel versus DC. We're going to stick with DC right now. <laughs> My favorite DC villain all time, I thought I had to pop over here, but I think it's at the house, is Black Manta. I have loved mm. Black Manta since the Challenger, the Super Friends cartoons. He had the weird voice. I, I just love that dude. I'm, and I liked his portrayal in the most recent Aquaman movie, too. That's my guy. So okay. I love him. Another one of my favorites, Deathstroke. Love Slade Wilson. He is an OG. He got hands for everybody. He even got that this little moral code going. He cool with me. Okay. Um, I will throw in there. Gotta throw in the Riddler. I'm not gonna try to go too hard on Batman because I could do a bunch of just Batman villains. <laughs> gotta do Riddler, because that's my guy. He's great. Um let me think of somebody off the beaten path a little bit that I kind of like. I like Cheetah. Now, see, I know she's going to be in a new Wonder Woman movie, but I think Cheetah is great. Okay. She's a great villain, and a lot of people are going to get to know her soon enough. Her stories are kind of tragic. And I always like villains that are just not like, oh, I'm just evil to be evil, but it's like a storyline behind it. So I like that. <laughs> Another villain that I feel like is great, that don't get any love, Granny Goodness. So if you know what? Deathstroke, uh, not Deathstroke, um, De oh, why can't I remember my man's name? Dark Side. If you know Dark, Dark Side. side. That, that's who I was like. Isn't that Dark Side little minion? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got Dark Side, another character that y'all don't know that y'all should. 
he's got this woman named Granny Goodness, this old lady. This seems like a sweet old lady, but she's crazy and got hands for days. And she has this, she basically just trains his army. And she's got this thing called the Furies, these like female warriors that are real fierce. Thinking of Dora Milaje, it's uh, the bad guy version. And she's the head of that. And Granny Goodness is like this old lady, but she will tear you up. The mean thing of the meanest lady at your church, the meanest old church usher, that's Granny Goodness. <laughs> That's the that's the first that's the first Ursha board. Like, yes, yeah, the first. You try to you try to come into the church and she gonna hold that door tight for her life. But no, sir, you're not coming you, in. You better not come <laughs> in with no gum. You got some gum in your mouth. It's over. <laughs> and they and they pinch you so hard too. Yes. Like, why are you pinching me? <laughs> <laughs> Granny goodness, are just like chop your head off. But that's my girl too. Granny, yeah, I thought. Wow, that's okay, Granny, because. I, was, I, I thought nobody would ever say Granny Goodness. I was like, dude, this lady is low-key legit. Like, if Darkseid respect her, why she's not getting that much love? Like, she controls, like, a, a whole army. And like you said, you think she's a sweet old lady, but she could throw hands. Yes. I and love, I, I, I would love to see her and Destro go at it hands-on. And uh, and someone just mentioned in the comments about Big Barda and Mr. Miracle. Like, I, I wish we could get all those. And I think we probably were heading that way with the Justice League kind of until that all, like, fell through with DC. We'll see what the Snyder Cut talking about. But if they had built upon that and Justice League was serious and Steppenwolf was a disaster, I think all these characters <laughs> y'all mentioning, we would eventually saw them because this is – this is Thanos's um, Black Order, like Black Order. Yeah, he's this is his version of that. So we would have seen all of them, and Granny Goodness would have been in up in there training some characters. We have somebody who's an old we who's like an old character. Get Betty White, Betty yes, get <laughs> Betty White to Ooh. be Granny Goodness, and it would be hey. so dope. Hey, that boy, that would be fine. Betty White as Granny Good. Yes, Dude, make it a happen. That's a perfect pick. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all can hate me what, or me and him, but that would be a perfect fit. Betty White as Granny Goodness, I can see that for days. Yes, we need to make that happen. Somebody cut a check. Like, y'all need to do that quick because 2020, <laughs> 2020 has not been a good year. No, it's not. Oh, goodness, because, man, 2020 got – it because, what, first it was Kobe, then Chadwick, um – one of the one of the musicians out of what is it? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm -hmm. Um, God, who else? Who else? Who else we lost this year? I mean, everybody. Shout out we, to um. I mean, only only my um my hardcore fans gonna know this. Shout out to Fred the Godson, one of my favorite New York rappers. He died. Mm. COVID was taking everybody out. Like he passed. Um, somebody just passed recently. Like it's literally every day, and I hate that. Like we're forgetting names, but. I, I mean, I, 2020 been off the chain. Like you said, but it's everybody leaving. I'm like, dang, they died? Man. Yeah. Like, I, like, shout out to Funny Man, because he did a skit where he's checking out all the legends. He's like, um, Aretha, you still there? All right, I'm checking. <laughs> Stevie Wonder, I'm just seeing what you're doing. Just make sure you still here. I'm like, that dude is ridiculous. Shout out to Funny Man. Um, yes, Pop yeah. Smoke and Van Halen. They were the two that yeah, passed There you recently. go. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ugh, it's been a lot. Speaking of, you know, COVID, so how have you been holding up during this whole, you know, this pandemic? Ugh. Ugh. 
2020 has been a year player. Um, <laughs> I, I won't get too deep into it, but like COVID, of course, has impacted everybody. I've lost a couple of family members mm, due to COVID. Appreciate that. So, like, that's been tough. And, you know, I'm originally from Virginia, so my family members back home, we can't really have no funerals for real, for real, because, you know, social distance. So yeah. I can't even really go there for that. And my wife, um, I mean, I've been very open about this. My wife got diagnosed with breast, breast cancer in January. So oh. we've been dealing with that. And then, so I have to literally keep myself kind of isolated because I can't be near people. Because if I catch COVID and bring it to the it, house, house. Or her not having an immune system. It's all bad. So oh, this year has been rough. Um, thank you, Candy Sweets. Thank you for that love. But um, it's been mm. rough on a whole lot of levels. I never expected to be like a caretaker. That's kind of what I've had to be this year. So it's been tough. And kind of my love for like this stuff that we've been talking about with Blurred Culture has been an escape for a lot of things. I've been catching up on a lot of shows I miss. I just watched the um, Transformers War for Cybertron. I had never seen that. I watched that whole thing last night on Netflix. So this is an opportunity for me to kind of catch up and escape. And this is why I love what we're talking about today. Yeah, I understand that. I'm sorry, man. I'm 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 really do sorry to hear that about your wife and everything. And, I, and prayers go out to her. I know this. Appreciate tell that. Her keep, tell her to keep up the fight, and she's a strong woman. I, cause I'm gonna be like my aunt. She she overcame breast cancer, and when when we first found out that she had it, it kind of like destroyed the family because she's like she's real important. Everybody loves her. So yeah, yeah, man. So I'm it's and people think it's funny, man. If you if y'all got pink, please wear pink because it. It, it shows support. It shows that, you know, that they are not in this alone, that they can do anything. Anything is possible. That's, you know, pray. God is, God is great. I, and I just, God, I just hate that. Man. It's tough. The thing I've learned for real, y'all, especially for my, the, my women on the call, like make sure that y'all get tested. That y'all do. Cause I mean, it's not like we think of these illnesses and stuff happening to old people. My wife ain't old. Like she ain't 40. Like, she's in her 30s. Like, a lot of this stuff hit. She just had her first mammogram, and, like, that's when they found it. Like, just a routine thing. So y'all get checked up. Y'all stay prayed up. Y'all be safe. Wear your mask. Do the Please. social distancing. Don't act like you invincible, because you ain't going to be running around bringing COVID up in here. So just don't act like you got some sense, don't and do we'll get through this without Yeah, please don't. <laughs> like, don't. Don't do it. We ain't never gonna get off a of lockdown. We don't ever start <laughs> acting right. We ain't never gonna see these movies we talking about. Everything being pushed back for we still ain't seen the Black Widow movie. Probably never. Because folk won't <laughs> act right. Like just if we will act right for a couple months, we can get better. Like just yeah. chill. And wash your hands, please. Please wash, wash your hands. Y'all and, and, and five seconds is not enough. That's sing a song or something. <laughs> Please, five seconds, you know, you put your hand out and, and do the dab. No, that's not going to get a player. That's not. Because I'm really trying to go back out, do the, go to conventions and everything because I miss seeing y'all and my organization is getting out there. So I really want to see everybody. Speaking of conventions, uh, have you ever been to a Comic-Con or a like a big convention? Um, it's just a heartbreaking answer. I have never been, and this year was going to be the first year I was going to go. Oh, wow. And that didn't happen because of life. So to this day, I've never been to a Comic-Con. I have never been to a convention. Um, every year I want to go. Dragon Con, you know, is not too far from us. So it's something I've always wanted to do. And I hope to kind of get on that this coming year. 
Didn't quite happen. So maybe in the next, I probably won't be able to do it next year, but maybe by 2022, things will be back to normal and I'll be able to get back on it. Hopefully, yeah. But man, um, Dragon Con, ooh, man, that's that's a huge convention in Atlanta. That's that's very huge. Uh, of course, you know Birmingham, they have their own convention. They have Kimmy yep. Con, Magic City Con, and Alabama Comic Con. Those are like the three big ones in Birmingham that they have every yeah. year. But of course, they got canceled. So my friends always go. I will always have my friend. I have a wish list. I have one year. See, I'm about to go real deep in nerd stuff, y'all. Y'all ain't going to be ready for this. One year, this is 2001, I had my boy go to a con to find me an obscure Japanese Transformer and bring that thing back to your boy. He did it. He did it. Oh, wow. Because it was like I, they were only selling it. This is back in the day. You couldn't just go to Amazon and buy whatever and have it shipped. So <laughs> they had it at this con. I was like, yo, I'm going to send you the money. You go get that, and he had to wait in line forever, but he brought it back. This Japanese joint, I was very happy. It's in my parents' house now. It's like transforms in like 10 different things. I thought it was so hype. So, yes, I know about the cons, but I've never actually been myself. Oh, man, you get, I swear, once you go, you can be like, dude, when, when is the next one? I, I'm ready. I'm so ready. And the thing about when I made Blurred Over, you know, I didn't know – it was going to take off the way it's taking off right now. And I really do appreciate all the love and support. And, like, I have three goals for this. And one of the goals is to, you know, is to be featured at a at a major convention to have a panel. Secondly, is to actually try, keyword try, is to host a black convention here in Birmingham, Alabama. And the thirdly is to have, like, a very, you know, like a charity event where... I, you know, I get a couple, you know, I could get people dressed up as favorite superheroes and princesses and people, and we would go to Children's Hospital or run a McDonald's house and spend like a whole day with the kids and, you know, add, dress it up as their favorite character. So those are like the three end goals I have planned for this. So it's 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 a, it's a task, but I, hopefully it could get there. I think it could get hopefully. there. I have seen your growth explode over the past couple months. So I think that you've got a community that's really to rock with you. And you just let me know. I'll throw on the Miles Morales suit or the Black Panther suit, and I'll be right there to show love. Awesome. Most definitely. Most definitely. And uh, also, uh, I know you know Mallory, right? Of course. Shout out my girl, yeah. Mal Dog. She never go to work. But um... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes, never. And I know she told me that the mayor... He actually posts cartoons on the page, correct? Is he, is he here? You went out for a little bit. What were you saying? I said, like, I know the mayor. She told me, like, the mayor, he posts, like, he posts cartoons, like old school cartoons or, like, cartoon clips on the page. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and Really? The, the the mayor, a lot of times we think about, like, our public figures being, like, so detached from us. But at the end of the day, like, listen, I talk to the mayor every single day because I have to because of my job. He, <laughs> uh, I, we, sometimes we talking about city stuff. Sometimes we talking about our favorite Outcast songs. Sometimes we talking about our favorite X-Men episodes. Like, he's just like us. He's a human being who grew up with the same interests and love that we have. So, yeah, oh, no wow. doubt. He's definitely down with a lot of this stuff. We had a post a couple months ago now where we were talking about X-Men and, like, the creators of X-Men, like, saw his post and hit him up and showed him love and was like, thank you so much for, um, 
like shouting out our properties and like we had so much fun making this cartoon. So yeah, like that's why I, again, this is why I like putting that's the name crazy. on it. Because there's so there's so many of us out there that have never had a collective community and that's what this is doing. I never wow, I never thought he would wow, that is that that is something that blew my mind. I was like, whoa, really? Yeah, yes, he's down with it. Of course he's busy, he's trying to keep everything straight, trying to run a city, trying to make us better. Which we appreciate, but at the end of the day, he liked the same things that you and I like. Well, I need to, I need to get this. I need to get the man a shirt. What what size shirt he wore? Oh, but then don't ask me that. I think he a large. Check with me after, cause I can check. I got you. Okay, we'll get him a All shirt. What's different? I did not know he. I cause you know, like you said, Cook. You know, you seeing him in a very high power role. He's like, dude, I never would have thought you would like X-Men and uh, that is crazy. That's uh, what this is. That's what I love about this. <laughs> like, remember when I talked earlier about my first job and how like I came up in there and Michael Jackson, I'm not saying I was the mayor because they weren't that serious, but people had a perception of me that was very suit and tie, very professional. Uh-huh. And then here I come dressed up as Michael Jackson. They're like, oh, this dude, cool. I didn't know he was cool like this. When you have spaces like this, you see different sides of people that you often don't get to see. So then you're like, oh, you have even more appreciation for them. Because not only do I think you're smart, but I also know you're cool and we like the same stuff. Dennis, look at these people saying, oh, he's a large. He's a medium. Y'all trying to guess the, the mayor's size? Y'all funny. <laughs> <laughs> what Mallory said, you know I know Bowser. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Of course she's going to say that. We, we'll, we'll work it out tomorrow, Mal. I'll get it from Sylvia. I think it's a large. I'm pretty sure it's a large. But oh, man. Oh, I, and Mallory, I do appreciate you for getting Bowser his shirt, even though you had it for at least like four weeks now. But he finally got his shirt. I really do appreciate that. I was like, is the, you going to ever get a man his shirt? Because I want him to try to think, like, oh, this dude keeping my shirt. Oh, I'm cool. saying, look, I like <laughs> I love the shirt. Y'all can see it. Love the shirt. Love the shirt. So thanks, Mal, for finally <laughs> liberating my shirt. But I got it. I think it was Friday. I finally got it. So it was all, we good, just in time. <laughs> she said, hello, it's a medium. I have to pull. I have to pull them. Oh, oh look at her. So uh, so basically, what's it all? Let me see. Marvel. So, you know, we always, I, I have to ask this question. Okay. And of course, I'm, I'm, are you a Marvel or DC? <sighs> the ongoing, this, this is an ongoing debate. It's the ongoing debate. Like, it depends, <laughs> it really depends on the properties. If we're talking about movies, okay. right now, duh, is Marvel. Marvel. If we're exactly. talking about, if I'm talking about like Avengers versus Justice League. I'm going to go with Justice League, so I'm going to go with DC. If we're talking mm. about, I don't know, we're talking about kind of like stories that I remember the best, I might have to go with Marvel because a lot of those X-Men stories are like stories that I really, that really resonate yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But when I think about the first superhero that I connected with, it was Batman, so I'm going to have to go DC. It really just depends. It's hard depends. for me to say which You're one right. is which. Because like you say, it's it, like the property, because like you but like you got the movies on this side, it's Marvel. Now the animation movies, DC is killing it. Oh, the game! Oh, day. the game is killed. Oh. Y'all sleeping? Y'all sleeping on these? There are some of these animated movies is better than live action, easily. I, I agree, and I think the DC animation movies can't compete with the Marvel movies because 
whoever the creative team and the writing team for the DC move, the DC animation movies, they need to put them over the real life action movies. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying this. These movies, and look, y'all, I know it's a lot. I know you could go like look at. I just put my boy on my coworker. Shout out to Daniel. I just put him on of these, and I show him mm-hmm. the list, and he's like. Ain't no way I'm gonna watch all these movies. I'm like, take your time with it. Some of them on HBO Max. You got HBO Max. Mm-hmm. You got hurry up. HBO Max be taking stuff down when you watch it. So Quick. Hurry up and get on it. <laughs> but like these movies are so good. Even the ones I don't really like. I'm not a big fan of um the killing joke. I didn't really like that one that much. But even really? that one is better than than you would expect. It, oh man, I thought the killing I thought the killing joke was beautiful. I mean it, it well, you know, I, why, why didn't you like The Killing Joke? Now, I know people, I'm not going to spoil it because it's, it's some stuff in it. I know there is one thing that, is, that happens in the movie that's very controversial that people don't like. And I don't mm-hmm. like that. And if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I didn't like that, but that didn't spoil the movie for me. It just mm-hmm. felt real janky. Like this, most of these movies, the okay. bars are set so high, the storyline flows very well. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work for me on a storyline level as for a storytelling level. The only thing I really liked was there was a part where like Batman and Joker are like going back and forth, like having this dialogue. That was really good. But everything prior to that just felt like a real lazy episode of Batman cartoon. I just, I was not <laughs> feeling for it to be one of the most important stories in Batman history. history I felt exactly. like they dropped the ball on it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so speaking of Marvel, top five Marvel superheroes. Okay. Top five superheroes. This one's gonna be tough. Um uh, my mind's going back to like the X-Men crew. I don't wanna be cliche and be like, you know, Wolverine, blah 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 blah. But Number one, I got to go with Black Panther because that was before the hype. Before the hype, that was my boy. So that's got to be number one, first and foremost, always. Um, he a little overplayed. I know he overplayed. He even gets on my nerves that y'all overplaying. It's hard to go against Logan. Wolverine yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. He, sometimes I feel like I want to do a little less, let somebody else get some shine. But he's cool. I love I love what they do with his character. So he's up there. Um, I love Luke Cage. You can't really see it, but there's like a Luke Cage uh, big poster I have against the other side of the camera. Big Luke Cage fan. I actually really like Daredevil a lot. Um, I think he's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Daredevil. And then I got to go with my man, Miles. Like, he's another character. I remember I had the Miles Morales pop at my former job. And people were like, why you got a blue Spider-Man? Why does Spider-Man look like that? He he in them colors. Why he black? I'm like, (laughs) you, he's going to be, you will soon see him. And he will be your favorite. So I love Miles. I love his coming of age story. I like Peter too, but I like Miles' coming of age story. I thought the Spider-Verse really showed, like, the totality of what he is. So, yep. Those are probably okay. my five. I'm sure if somebody going to say in the comments, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that dude. But, yeah. Those yeah, people been five. naming all. They got, we got Roll, Jubilee, Storm, Bishop, the X-Man, Shot Clock, Thunderbird, Gambit, Beast, Iron Fist, 
Juggernaut is a hero. Wait, what? No. Wolverine Rogue. Oh, Candace Sweets asks, have y'all watched the Luke, the Luke Cage show? I have. Oh, yes. And I am a big fan of the Luke Cage show. And I'm very mad that they canceled it. Very mad. I loved what the direction they were going at the end of the um, last season. I won't spoil it for those who haven't seen it. But it takes an interesting turn in the last season. And it makes me mad that we won't get to know where he's going to go in this direction in his life. Why did they even cancel that show? Well, I mean, it's a property issue. They got rid of all of that whole Defender series, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, which is incredible. Those three seasons of Daredevil are incredible. And Luke Cage. All of them are canceled because they were switching stuff over and trying to get all these new properties together. I hope that we see these characters in later movies because they are just too good. Like, y'all, don't recast them. Like, just bring him back, back. sprinkle him mm-hmm. in other movies. He is great. I didn't think about the, now. Here's my theory the reason I think they canceled Luke Cage because Luke, and the same reason I think they got rid of um, Orlando Jones and American Gods. I really think they did that because the creator, the creator of the show was getting too in touch what was going on in the outside world because, you know, that's the time where pro. Police brutality was coming up. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, they was, they was killing black men. Um, the Trayvon Martin and I feel as though that they were getting too much into the real world and not sticking to the cosmetic universe of the coming. Well, I liked, and I get what you're saying. I liked, especially in the first series of Luke Cage, where they really played that up. They really played mm-hmm. up the bulletproof black man in the hoodie. Mm-hmm. This won't long mm-hmm. after Trayvon. So right. that was very important. And I would roll with you on the only reason got into it is because they canceled everybody. Everybody got dies. If they just got rid of Luke Cage, I'd be like, yeah, I feel like they were worried about real life events and they were trying to pull back so they don't offend too many people. But because they'd asked exactly. the whole series, especially Daredevil, which was very critically acclaimed and got a bunch of um, views on Netflix. I feel like they had to can them all. We never got the true story, but it has to do with Disney Plus. It has to do with like a lot of this stuff switching <laughs> over. So I agree. Okay, I'm I'm mad. If we lose the shows, at least give me those four characters. I know a lot of people didn't like Iron Fist. First Iron Fist was trash. The second one got a little bit better, <laughs> but Iron Fist, Misty Knight, Colleen, like those were still good characters. I feel like could be inserted elsewhere. So just throw them and throw them in the. the um, Spider-Man 3 in the multiverse or something. Do something with them. That's right. all I'm saying. So, and speaking of that, what do you how, what do you think of the direction that Marvel is taking in Phase, I think it's Phase 3, in Phase 3 of the Marvel Universe? Like I they think it might be on 4 now. Like, I think it might be is Phase it four? 4. Something like that. Phase I have to Google and check. Because I think Phase 3, I think Phase 3 is the one that they're doing the TV series, right? They got Loki, they got um, WandaVision. yeah. What other um what what if? Now I'm still trying to understand the concept of the Marvel What If series. I think what I'm guessing it's like a pair like a, a like Doctor Strange um enter the what is it the multiverse not the multiverse what's the name of the new movie of Doctor Strange? Y'all tell um, me. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a multiverse of madness. Something. Yeah, like more, that. yeah. So I'm thinking it's basically off of that of like what if Black Panther was Star-Lord, and what if Star-Lord was Iron Man? How would those roles play out? 
I think right. that's how I think that's how it's gonna go. Well, what if um like the comics that used to be DC had a version too, and I think theirs was was theirs Elseworlds. I can't remember. Somebody will correct me in the comments. But like mm -hmm. there's stories where they take an element and just switch something crazy. So it's like, what if instead of Spider Man, instead of Peter getting bitten by the spider, what if it was um Flash oh. the, the bully? What if Flash got bitten? So they mm -hmm. take a major event switch it and see how the story would kind of progress from there and it would be a cool way to tie that to the multiverse because it is like a different world or dimension so it could be a good way to do that i'm not sure if this is going to exist kind of off to the side or if it's going to be tied into stuff but i think that it could be cool that if it did it it would be part of um dr strange's multiverse stuff okay and speaking of dr strange multiverse you remember in what movie was that? Um, Infinity War, where they was on um, Planet Titan and they was trying to fight Thanos. Mm -hmm. hey, remember where he was like meditating and he was actually going into the future and seeing all the possibilities of how they can win and how many times they win. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think the new Doctor Strange movie is going to be based off what he was doing in Infinity War? Are, are we going to see that? Are we going to see the version of what he was looking at in this in this movie coming up? See, that's a good question. I thought what was going to happen, because there were rumors of this multiverse thing, even in, um, what was the last Spider-Man? Far From Home. Because mm -hmm. remember, this hard, if, look, if y'all ain't seen um, Far From Home, y'all just mute for like a couple seconds, because I'm about to spoil something. So we <laughs> thought that Mysterio was from a different dimension and blah, blah, blah. So right. I thought that, yes, that like that was gonna do that. Then we found out he really wasn't from a different dimension. He was lying. But he was because, like Booster Gold. Yes, basically. <laughs> yes, he was Booster Gold. Except he was a shadier version. So what we did is I think now we're gonna see those actual multiverses for real. Well, clearly, because Spider-Man three is gonna be in it. Um, a lot of um, Wanda stuff is kind of like alternate dimension mm -hmm. stuff. A lot of his stuff is like that. So even if it's not where he was looking at them different scenarios, we see that he has the power to do that. So if it wasn't that specific thing where he was sitting on Titan, we know he got the ability to do it. So it's going to be tied to him some kind of way. So I don't know if it's necessarily we're going to be looking into his mind to what he saw when he saw those scenarios. But okay. we will get to be able to see that he is kind of one who's been able to jump through these different portals and times. So, so DSP asked uh, Mr. Bowser, do you think we will get a Silver Surfer movie? Yup. Well, let me, let me back that up. I don't know if we'll get a Silver Surfer movie, but we guarantee to get Silver Surfer. I, for sure, for sure. I think it's going to happen. I think, well, I had two theories. I think that, because everybody's like, who's going to be the next big bad guy after Thanos? I had three theories. Number mm, one, I thought it was going to be Kang. I thought it was going to be Kang the Conqueror. Because, mm -hmm. as we talked about before, Kang has the ability to traverse time periods. And we know we're going to be doing a lot of multiverse stuff in this right. new movie. But then I heard he's going to be the main villain for Ant-Man 3. So I think he'll be a recurring villain, kind of like Loki. But I don't see him as the main villain anymore. So I don't think okay. it's going to be him. So now my two still stand. One is the Beyonder. We'll talk about him another time. I think that could be it. Actually, I think he's going to be it. But my second pick is Galactus. And I think we all know Galactus, the eater of worlds, the giant dude who go around eating planets. And if we get Galactus, 
we getting Silver Surfer. So he will be part of that. So he we might not have a standalone movie, but Silver Surfer coming through, no question. You can't have Fantastic Four without Galactus. Can't have Galactus without Silver Surfer. Well, at, see, I don't think we might get Galactus because in order for us to get Galactus, we're going to have to have the Fantastic Four to be introduced into the Marvel Universe. So that's well, why... I, cause it's, uh, we've it, been well, told, though... No, I, I agree. Uh, like, we will get them first, but we mm-hmm. have been told that it's in the works. Like, we, it, it's not one of the movies that's coming up in the next couple of years. But Fantastic Four is in the works, maybe okay. down the line. So if they coming, he coming, if he coming, Silver Surfer, it might be 10 years from now, but he coming. <laughs> Right. About time, you know, when we had all that done, I think Jesus is going to come back. Look, so Jesus, like, well, I'd be calling, uh, like, come on home, Jesus, because these folks ain't acting right. They won't yeah, put their mask they on. Playing. Just come on. Come on. <laughs> right. Let's, let's do that. So, uh, another question I want to ask. You know, being in the blurred community, how we talking about everything, how we, you know, conversating and enjoying our conversation, and yeah. thank y'all for everybody who's tuning in. We really do appreciate y'all. y'all we do. Anywhere in the world, but you hear us. Thank y'all. Shout out to Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> what tips, well, what would you tell someone if they want to be a part of the Blurred community? How would you introduce the community to someone that wanted to be a part? Man, it's, I would love it because it's never been easier to be part of this community right now. If you on this, like, if you watching this, then you already part of the community. There are so many ways now as opposed to when I was younger where you just had to like find people on the low who enjoyed the things that you like and were willing to be open about it. Now you got hashtags, you got groups. If you have social media, you can find a community. Like their faith their Facebook groups, you gotta be careful with some of them Facebook groups. So some of them groups be toxic that y'all be adding me to. I'd be in there for like two seconds and I'm like, unfriend, I ain't in here. <laughs> but like there are so many great groups and ways to connect and you start with social media, just like Find the hashtags of things that you like. Follow people who are talking about conversations that you enjoy. If there's a post that you see about Marvel and somebody say something funny or something that you appreciate, all you got to do is follow them. Go to YouTube. There are people creating all types of videos. Since I've been kind of sequestered for the past year because of my wife and because of COVID, I've been watching Mm. more YouTube videos than ever. A lot of content creators talking about this stuff. If there are characters like Booster Gold or... Or the Beyonder that you don't know about. Just go to YouTube. You're going to find a video on it with these dudes breaking it down. There's going to be people in the comment section that's going to be cool. That's really how you get connected to this community. And it's so easy with social media. Like I said, there are some, because of social media and some people crazy, there are some unfortunate pitfalls <laughs> with that. But, you know, you just got to keep it moving if that happens to you. Yeah, and like you said, you going to really, yeah, I, I've been saying this a lot. You're going to have to be careful. And I'm not knocking other groups, but you're going to have to be careful of what group you join because yes, there, uh, there are, from, from what I've seen and heard, there are some toxic groups that are out there that claim they are for the culture, but they are really in it for the fame and, and the clout. Exactly. And I, hate, I hate to say it, but it, it, it's true. They they really they really worry about so much of the followers, but they don't really they don't really support their followers if they make sense. They 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 want the following, they want the numbers to go up, but they really don't 
support the people that making their page and group go up. Right. You got to be, if you're about it, you got to be about it. And that means you have to be good about creating a community. Um, if you're a fan of music, I'm going to plug my stuff real quick. Soul and Stereo has a Facebook group called the Soul and Stereo Cypher. So if you like talking about, and we talk about a lot of blur stuff in there too, because it's just come as you are, talk about the things that you enjoy. So if you're on Facebook, you can go there, put in Soul and Stereo Cypher, you can join us at that group. But like, I, because it's my group, I manage it. I make sure if there's any trolling, I cut out the trolls, somebody acting up, you getting banned. It's on whoever created the group to be able to manage it and to make it a fun place where you can enjoy things. So that's on the creator. And if you're in a group and that ain't, it's just like the Wild West, people wilding out, people cussing each other out, you don't <laughs> need that toxic stuff in your life, then bounce. But there are groups out there like this one that can support what you love and it can be a safe space. Skip, can you speak on the dude who tried to shame black cosplay people when he said characters were white? Please get this out. Oh, <laughs> I can go off. Like you, you handle it before I go off. But you go. Oh, so oh, you see, so you, you seen it? You seen it? Yeah. Oh wait. <sighs> okay. So if what what Sir Disby is talking about, it was a post where somebody tagged me in where. This person was on um, creating was creating black black characters that's already you know the characters already been established but he was just making them black versions you know he was just drawing making them more you know getting his work out there yeah so <clears throat> the trend started on Twitter where you had people of course they rape well they they were racist because some of the stuff they were saying was ridiculous I was like dude really. And of course, they're not gonna show their pictures. But they have anime pictures for their profile pic because they're not really gonna show themselves. Of so, course, they ain't gonna be real. So some of the people were saying like, "Oh, the the anime community was so beautiful, but since black people came, they can't. Black people made it so ugly, and it's like, oh, we got nigga, we got nigga, um, we got, um, what's the show? He said, it, 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 I don't know, but he they dropped the in, oh, they was dropping the n word." on these comments like crazy. They're saying, oh, this is nigga academy. Um look at these. The um the only character they need to be is monkeys, um baboons, gorillas. And so y'all know my hashtag, okay, I'm gonna make you famous. Okay. So I put they I put their comments on my page to let everybody see it. And of course the people now, of course, y'all went and to and told them about themselves. And once y'all told them about themselves, they came back to my page and say, "Dude, I'm not a racist. I'm black myself." First of all, wait, you black yourself. So why are you downgrading your own people if you're black? You doing that for the wrong reason. If you hanging around people that you trying to get their approval, you may need to find you some friends and you need to do some soul searching because. You embarrassing yourself, and that makes the stereotype like how it is now. Like all black people can't get along. We got, we still have the crab in the bucket mentality, and we trying to get away from that. So you still fitting them because you trying to please, you know, the white people. You making yourself look bad, and you, you know, and you, you talk about the females because like she's too big to be this character. She's too black. This is the reason for blurred over. So say, say, we do not see color. You don't always have to put color with the character. Oh, you're a black Batman. Oh, you're a black Iron Man. 
why can't the person just, just be Batman? Why can't the person just be Iron Man? What what's the point? So that's what he's talking about. And like I really hate that to see stuff like that. And and like I say, I'm gonna make you famous. If you wanna be ignorant, let's let the world see how ignorant you can be. And yeah. That's all I'm saying. And see, what makes me mad is <laughs> we got people doing it for clout. Like, all it is is clout. All it is is jokes. It's like with the Doja Cat thing. I'm, see, I'm like Nas. I'm ultra black, the opposite of Doja Cat. Because mm -hmm. what she was doing is like she was hanging out in these racist forums. And you know they being racist, but you in there, ha ha, this is so funny. He, he, you are disrespecting our culture by not calling out what you see. And right. I'm, I'm glad you talked before about, like, black characters playing white. And, and this something that has come up a lot. We've seen a lot of pushback when we've seen traditionally white characters played by black actors. Look, players, I don't care. If your character, if your race is important to the character, then that needs to be included. I don't see a white person playing Storm because Storm is an African and that's part yeah. of her character. I don't even mm -hmm. see no black, white dude playing Black Panther. Black Panther is the king of the African country. He needs to be black. It don't matter if a black dude is playing Booster Gold. Like, what does that matter? Like, this, that's not what his character is. It doesn't matter if Iron Man is black because he's just a guy. So this is where diversity comes in. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I, I've written about this before, like, in, in a few columns. But that's another one of my old jobs. I used to be a columnist. So what has happened is a lot of these classic characters come from an era where there wasn't a lot of diversity. The only black characters were like sidekicks and goofy characters like we talked about before. All the main characters were white or they were stereotypes like the original mm -hmm. Luke Cage was like a black exploitation dude. Now we have this era where we can have more diversity and we need more diversity. So it don't matter that an alien character is played by an Asian woman. Like, come on now. This doesn't change who the character is and the presentation of it. What we're doing is making it more inclusive so we have more young people see themselves in these characters. So you don't have to mm -hmm. grow up like me being like, well, I got Roblox and I'm going to make Panthro from Thundercats black because he sounds like my uncle. So we're going to pretend he black. <laughs> we're going to pretend Piccolo black because he sound black. Like we actually have characters who are black now. Let's celebrate mm -hmm. that and let these be entry points for younger people instead of holding on to stuff from the past that don't really matter. I get heated about this. Y'all don't get me turned. Right. Don't, don't, don't get too turned. Don't, don't, don't get, get turned. too turned. I don't want to hear it's like Birmingham store trailer at office. No, we did no, no, we didn't do that. No, we did no. Don't say that. Mm -mm. <laughs> Listen, the man be like, oh, he did it again. Oh, it's every day for him. <laughs> but but how do you feel about this? Like, of course we get it from the outside world. We, we get racism. We get talked about twenty four seven. But now we come into a world where we find people who like everything that we like: Ninja Turtles, anime, Pokemon card. But how do you feel about is racism in this community as well? Well, well first of all, it's, it's going to be racism in every community. Right. So that doesn't really surprise me. Which, what I struggle with is because when you look at this community, at least coming from where I come from, like the community is built by people who didn't have a voice before. Now we got a voice. So if we're coming from a place where we were kind of disenfranchised for a lack of a better term, 
Why am I coming to a community and then disenfranchise myself more? Like, we should be happy because we finally have this opportunity to be ourselves, to be around other people. So of all communities, we need to be more welcoming and embracing than because we couldn't do this outside of this community. So why am I coming come in this community and then divide it some more? Like, that's ridiculous. Of all communities, we need to be the most welcoming, the most supportive, because we all have the same common interests. And unless you're just doing it for clout and attention, which some of y'all are doing, because the ones that's always racist, always the ones with little anime pictures. I don't ever see no real pictures. Every you never time. talking like this in real life. <laughs> you and your four followers. Like, it always be the lamest <laughs> ones that be trying to troll. So... This is just all, like everybody on this chat. We all fam. Everybody who is going to be watching this video, we all fam because we have the same interests. We can't divide each other, y'all. If anything, we need to be supporting everything that we're doing in this. Exactly. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. And also, and another thing I've been saying too, my brothers and sisters in this community, please let us stop tearing each other down. Let's stop doing that. Please. I. If you see somebody doing good, guess what? Be happy for that person. Because you being angry, you hating on them, it's really not going to get you anywhere. Let's start, let's start uplifting one another. That's all you have to do. It's not that hard. And it, it, it would not kill you at all. I promise you it won't. Nothing makes me so mad. Then like we've, I've seen some great cosplays. And people are like, oh, she too big to be. How she that person? That person ain't that big. Like, why can't we celebrate the creativity that went into it, the craftsmanship mm -hmm. that went to the costume? I mean, the, I'm, in some cases, the courage to be out there, because some of these costumes kind of have naked. And they got, right. some, they got some, you know, I, I like the intestinal fortitude to be able to put yourself out there. Like, people were talking about when I did the Outcast joint a couple years ago that you shared. And they were like, you put a photo, you ain't got no shirt on. I'm like, well, he ain't got no shirt on my album cover. <laughs> so let's celebrate people who are willing to do that instead of finding ways to tear them down. Like, again, this is us. Like, we fam. So support each other, y'all. Stop tripping. Why are we doing it just for so we can get a couple of likes and a couple of little ha-has? Like, that's whack to me. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, I agree. That is. And the next question, what tips and advice do you have for new beginners into cosplay? Man. I'm going to tell you some stuff that I wish I knew going into it. First of all, if you have a set date deadline for, like, for instance, like I was talking about, I always have a costume for Halloween, so I can have a Halloween post. Do it early. Start planning that stuff early. When I start working on myself for October, I'm planning in, like, in like September. No, no. I'm planning, like, July, August. Mm -hmm. Because if you're ordering something, Especially if it's coming from overseas, you got to give it time to get time, there. Yeah. You got to exactly. make sure you got to. I remember one time my original Black Panther costume, I ordered it from this place. And the lady, because I have a, a weird build, like I have wider shoulders and I guess people think. So this lady messaged me and was like, you sent your measurements, but I think your shoulders too wide. So we made it the other way. So, of course, I got it and I couldn't zip it up because the shoulders were, like, down here. I'm like, I said my shoulders were here for a reason. I got wide shoulders. So I had to send it back, and then they had to send me another one. And I got it back in time. But make sure you don't be last minute with your stuff. Also, don't pressure yourself. Like, there's sometimes I look at costumes, and I'm like, man, that's dope. I wish I could do that. But I know I ain't to that level yet. So just do what you do. Have fun with it. 
a lot of times you can kind of piece stuff together. You can look online for um, kind of inspiration, but don't feel like you need to like, achieve a level if you're just getting started. Like you can't start out and be having stuff looking like you walked off the DC set. Like that ain't gonna happen. Like you gonna, <laughs> you gotta step up to that. My first costume was not as dope as some of my later, my later ones because it took time for me to figure out like where I could get them from, how I could get them in time, how I can add some stuff, make it my own. This all comes with experience. So just have fun with it. Don't pressure yourself to feel like you got to look like the A1 cosplay folks that you see because that's a goal. You might, you'll get to that goal eventually, but that's bar can be kind of high starting out. So just have fun with it. Don't let people hate. Don't people say, say you too big. Oh, it can't be no, you Riddler, but you black. I got a bunch of that. Like, yeah. I, there might be a black Riddler one day and I can be like, I was the first. So don't hate me. So... <laughs> Back. Have fun with it. Be with you. You know, just have fun. And be, ha again, just take your time with it. That's all it is. Like, just don't get wrapped up. There's so many expectations that will drag you down. Nah, have fun. Exactly, exactly. And, folks, I want to ask you a question. Where did you get that belt from? Oh, my. I got that belt. Actually, I can't remember. That belt is so old, y'all. I got that belt in, like, 99, 2000. And I ordered it from, oh, wow. man, I ordered it from somewhere. But like I said, that thing is like 20 years old. I can't remember where I got it from specifically. But I think I ordered it from a wrestling magazine years and years ago. They were like selling. This is before like WWE had like his own shop and website and you can order all this stuff. This is way before that. So I ordered it from somewhere. I used to work at um, Babbage's, which is old school folks y'all know but now it's GameStop the predecessor to GameStop was bad okay and we used to sell like these wrestling magazines and I think I ordered it from them but that thing's so old okay um Candy Sweets it's WWE don't get sued you can't say WWF no more oh but, yeah um, them pandas will come get you don't play yeah don't do that so I'm like that's and that's the original the little the original WCW championship belt yep that was the original like Yes, WCW was still alive when, when I got it because I got that. My brother got the ECW title. Like, those were the two belts we got. It was, man, I'm going crazy because I can't remember where we got it from. But I think we got it from one of those magazines. But it had to be like 99 or so. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Man, this has been a awesome interview, sir. Man, I, I had a ball. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming on and chatting with us and letting, you know, answer the people's questions. And thank you to the viewers. But before we end the interview, y'all know how I like to end the interviews. Mr. Bowser, sir, would you like to play a game? Oh, let's play a game. Got me okay. on my saw. Okay, all right. Here we go. The games we got. I got Give Me Five, where I ask you a topic. And in that topic, you have to give me five answers related to that topic. The thing okay. is, you cannot say, mm, you cannot say, ah, or you cannot do any pause in between. And you have 10 seconds to answer. Okay. Just give me five. Game number two is questions, where I will ask you four simple questions, and you got two lifelines. I could be a lifeline, or the people in the comments can be your lifeline. That okay. is questions. Game number three is riddles. It's, it's the same as questions. Two lifelines, four, four riddles. Game number four is name that tune, where I could play any theme song, any music from any genre of more to come back to Dragon Ball Z to Princess and the Frog, and you have to name 
that tone. Mm-hmm. Number five is cities, where I would find any city in the anime, DC, Marvel world, and you have to name that city. Game number six is finish the tune, where I would play a song and you have to finish the you have to finish the song or what comes next. And game number seven is look around, where you look around your house or apartment and each, and I'll give you five categories. In them categories, you have to find something related to that category. So. Which game would you like to play? Man, these games are, like, so stressful. Um, I feel like I should do the music ones, but I'm going to lose my cred because I'm going to get one wrong, and then somebody's going to come <laughs> for me. So I ain't going to do that one. Let's do game number one. Give me five. Yes. Okay. Let me, let me get my watch. All right. I'm glad you picked that because usually people pick the questions and riddles and oh my god, it has not been good. So. <laughs> See, y'all ain't gonna call me out because they're like, you dress like the riddle and you ain't got no riddle answers. Nope. <laughs> y'all not gonna get me started. up. Alright. Give me five. <clears throat> okay. Let's start off with something. I'm going to start off something easy. Okay. 11, 88. Okay. Name me five superheroes that end in man. Go. Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Animal Man. Ah. <laughs> I was about to say Mega Man, but I didn't know if that was a superhero. <laughs> you were, you were there. You were there. Okay. He Man. Yes. Why did I do He Man? He Man's my guy. Oh man, you ready for another round? Let's do another round. It's fun. Okay. 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 Let me get my. Oh, I think. Oh, he got it. He in now. He in now. I was. I was straight. I just like. Ah. Oh. I understand how this game is stressful now, cause you know you know the answers, but it's kind of hard to say. Mm, and you like, oh, what's the answer? Yeah, cause I'm trying not to do the um and ah, so I'm just kind of going boom, 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 and then it hit me. All right. Name me five superheroes that deals. Okay, hold on. Let me rephrase that, cause people. Okay. Got... Name me five superheroes that has a bug in their name. Go. Ant Man, Blue Beetle. Mantis. Ah, oh, time. Ah, <laughs> oh, why is this hard? I'm gonna think of 30. He goes, yeah, I know it, the it's the game is stressful. It is. I I, I see it and I was like, oh man. The so, tick. Shout the out my tick. man Cam. Yes. I didn't know you were here, Cam. Yes. All right. What if I one more round? Yes, let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Ooh, is this going to be a good one? I think it's going to be a good one. All right. All right. Name me five members of the seven deadly sins. Oh, my gosh. 
Was that too tough? That one is tough because I just <laughs> okay. I'm a, I'm sorry. That was that was bad. That was my bad. My no, bad. no. Because I mean that's a good one, but like that one is it's like one of the ones that I'm just not that on. And I just watched a video about them not long ago. Oh, but yeah. Okay, let me see. Let me see. You big? You are you're an anime fan too, right? Of course. Okay. Okay. Let's try. Now this. I don't again. I know like older school anime. Some of the newer school stuff I ain't on, but yes. I, I think he, I, hey y'all, I think he's gonna get this one. I know he's gonna get this one. All right. <clears throat> where, where are you? There you go. Name me five anime shows that come on Toonami. Go. That have ever come on Toonami? Uh huh. Okay. Dragon Ball Z. Yu Yu Hakusho, Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star, Sailor Moon. There we go. I could do like 20 of these. That there one was go. easy. There we go. There we go. Oh, man. Thank you for the interview, sir. Uh, that was a fun game. Uh, but not this time. I'm going to let you go ahead and pub yourself where people can follow you and what events you got coming up so you can take it away. No question. Again, thanks for everybody for joining me. You can hit me up here on Instagram at Edward Bowser. If you are in this chat, you can follow me. I'll follow you back right now because all y'all cool. If you're on Facebook, you can check me out on the Soul and Stereo Cypher on Facebook. That's our group where we talk music, we talk culture, we talk all this stuff, movies. Come join us there. And if you're a fan of music, you can go to soulandstereo.com. We got album reviews. I just reviewed the new Trey Songs album. We talk about pretty much music from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today. So you can come there and see me get my old man rants on about stuff. So that's what we do. And shout out to y'all. I did not know that you had a Facebook page until someone mentioned it earlier. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get on that. Make sure I'm in LinkedIn in that community as well. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And uh, thank you for coming on. And also, we definitely have to chat up so I, I, so I can get a, get the mayor shirt so I don't want him to feel left out. So, wow, because I really didn't even know that. That's still kind of boggling my mind. I was like, that is crazy. He's down. Yeah, me and Mallory, we'll get that together. Mallory's going to have it in her car about six weeks, but we're going to get it to him. No, nah, she's going to have it for a whole year. But, uh... <laughs> But man, thank you for the interview, everybody, my viewers. Thank you for the um for coming in and checking out this awesome interview. Um, I brought to you again another awesome interview with another awesome blurred brother here from my hometown, Birmingham, Alabama. Very well-rounded gentleman, brother. Uh, most definitely. So thank you, thank you for the viewers. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And what's the word? U N I T Y. What does that spell? Unity. And that's how we're going to make it through this thing called life together. Y'all take no care. Monday, if y'all got some fried chicken, make sure you Uber or FedEx me. <laughs> Put me on that list. <laughs>